Good morning, and welcome to Sidman United Methodist, uh, our service today, both here and online. If you are able and uh, would like to stand and join in our hymn of serenity, Great is Thy Faithfulness, number 43 in the uh, pew hymnal, or it's on the screen.
conference can be found on the back of the bulletin. Uh, we don't have anything specifically this week for Sidman, except we did say there was a meeting. We have a, a special church council meeting Thursday night at 7 p.m. here. 7 p.m. Thursday. And then looking ahead, you can see there is a Bible study at Beaverdale at 7 p.m. There on Monday. On Tuesday, there is a Bible study at Dunlow at 11 o'clock. And then if you take a look at the charge announcements, there's uh, an anointing of oil on the 29th of this month with special prayers for closure of the UMC for GMC. And on Sunday, August 6th, will be the Circuit Riders service. And if you look on the back of the bulletin, you'll see there is a uh, service at 9 a.m. at Dunlow for prayers. And then moving on to Beaverdale at 10 a.m. for sermon. And then to uh, here at Sidman at 11, where we will have communion. And then we will have a covered dish uh, luncheon outside and underneath the pavilion. Uh, next week, I will bring um, maybe a sign up of some sort so you can see what uh, people might be wanting to bring so that we don't have too many of one thing. And um, then we will uh, sort of begin our new journey on that day. You want the, the sign up sheets for that, uh, one for Dunlow and one for Beaver Sure. Right. Yes. And I'm not sure the greeting of fellow Christians. You what? You have a greeting of fellow Christians. I'm not oh, seeing that before. Oh yes, I greet the people near you. Oh. <laughs> Don't get up out of your seats. Greet the people that are around you. Make a morning come. God bless you. Good morning. We used to do this years ago. Now, if you will join in the uh, affirmation of faith, which is a responsive reading, Psalm 46. Uh, it's in the Pew Bibles, and it is also on our screen there. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Now if the children will come forward for the children's message. The hand signals today. Finally, it's starting to feel a little like summer, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know what this is? 
A flower. Okay. Grapevine. What, what makes you think it's a grapevine? Um, I put that on our side area, our grape arbor area. And so this is going to grow into be delicious grapes, right? Yep. Nope. Why not? Well, there's no water. I kind of just, there's no roots. I kind of ripped it off and took it away from the main vine. Because that grape arbor, man, it just goes like crazy to the point where we just start mowing over the stuff on the ground because it just goes nuts. This won't make grapes anymore, will it? Because I ripped it away from the main vine. The life. That main vine has the roots. It looks like there's lots of roots on that grape arbor, but when we cut it down a couple years ago, we found there were only about four or five sections that actually had roots in the ground. All the other vines that go crazy ever over everything, they all came out of that one section of roots. So I cut this off today. It's not going to do anything now if I die. It's not going to make grapes. It's not going to make new roots. Oh, I could probably take this and stick it in the ground and make some new, some new roots there. But in general, it, it, it's not attached to the vine anymore. It's not going to produce fruit. What did the roots do for this vine? It fed it, right? It fed it, gave it nourishment, gave it water and minerals, and kept it safe in a way, too, because all the other vines kind of work together and they cover each other up, and, and it's not attached anymore to the roots. The roots get the life. And we often hear in, in, in the Bible in church, we hear, we are the branches. God is the vine, or God is the roots, we are the branches. We are the vines that come off of that. So just like in a, in a grape arbor or a grapevine, God is that root. He's that big vine that comes <coughs> off. Then there's all these little branches, and that's us. And they say, be fruitful. Can you be fruitful? Can you grow grapes? Oh, no, no, you can't grow anything on your body. When they say be fruitful, what they mean is, Go and do good things for God. Just like the grapes nourish people's bodies, they want us to be people that go out and tell other people about God, to, to kind of feed them God's word the way grapes might feed a person. We're supposed to be feeding other people God's word. And even at your age, you can do that just by being nice to people. You know, being nice to each other, helping out at home, doing things we know God would want us to do. That's the way you can be fruitful. And maybe when you're at school or you're at the playground or with your friends and you see somebody being mean to someone else, just say, hey, man, that's not cool. Come on, you don't want that to happen. Do you? Let's go get, you know, bring that guy over here to play with us. Or, you know, let's not be so nasty. Or, you know, somebody falls and gets hurt. Let's help them out. So God, when we hear about the fruit in the vine or the branches in the vine, We've got to stay connected to God. Because if we're not connected to God, just like this isn't connected to the main branch anymore, is it going to do any good? No. So we can't be like this section of grapevine. We've got to stay connected to God, coming to church, reading our Bible, praying, so that as long as we're connected to God, we can always be fruitful. And we don't end up like this vine that's going nowhere in life. Probably to the compost pile.
filled down with her. Dear Lord, we need to stay connected to you at all times, and sometimes that seems a little more difficult than others. We are those branches. You are that main line. Keep us connected to you in all times and in all seasons. And help us to be fruitful for you. Let us be the reason other people decide that choosing you is the correct way. Amen. Let us pray. Let us never worry about whether what we say sounds humble before others or not. Instead, let us always be humble before God. There is only one relationship that really matters, and that is our personal relationship to our personal God. If you maintain that, Letting everything else go, God will fulfill his purpose through your life. We gather this morning in your presence to raise our voices to you in an attempt to bring to your attention our concerns. We offer prayers for the well-being and safety of, for the leaders of our country, our community, and our church. We pray for the safety and well-being of our youth and continue to encourage them on their walk of faith. We pray for the unsaved, the unbelievers, those who have lost their way, for them to turn their backs on their wayward ways so they may be saved before it's too late. We ask for forgiveness for our going astray, for choosing our way over your way. We offer travel mercy for all the people who are traveling throughout this, throughout this summer summertime. We ask that they get to their desti destinations uh, safely and they arrive home safely. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the members of the law enforcement, the military, especially our First Lieutenant Carl Smith, firefighters, first responders, and EMTs. Now, dear Lord, if the name had come to the people, spirits or hearts while we were praying, let them say those names out loud now. Dear Lord, let, before we say the Lord's Prayer, let us, let us have a few moments of, of silent prayer where we talk to God or listen for the voice of God in our spirits, in our hearts, as he gives us 
his directions for, for our lives, things that may need to be, to be changed or to look after. So let us take a few moments of silent prayer. Dear Lord, now let us bring our time with you together uh, by close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Uh, we're kind of lopsided today. Now, this, this side is setting a good example for that side. Because I, I mentioned weeks ago that we need to get new seats. Humes are still sitting in the same seats. We got the first two rows over here are sitting in, are sitting in different seats. Very good. You're eating chocolate, too. And you got that chocolate from up here. Let me make a note of that. I got your name up here now. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. So, with the ushers, please come forward to, for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. Precious God in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to gather this uh, Sunday morning, the second Sunday of the month of, of, of July. 
We ask that you accept these tithes and gifts and offerings that's being presented to you by two of our youth this morning. We thank you for, for them, we thank you for their presence, and we thank you for them participating in, a, in our offertory. We ask now that you accept these in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend, and all three of us said, Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Today's reading is from the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. I, and everything read today is a word of Jesus, comes from Jesus' mouth. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will even be more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. He's talking to his disciples. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. This is demonstrated in the children, the children's message. Now when I say the word remain in, in the uh, King James Version, it's, it's called abide, abide, because I refer to that in the sermon. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that you may, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. Words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So this is today we're dealing with uh, John Wesley's uh, last final rule, number three. We, we did the first two, now we're doing number three. See this, 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 this is off. I have, I have to turn, turn this way. Okay. John Wesley's three simple rules are just as relevant today as they were 300 plus years ago. Today we come to the third and final rule, stay in love with God, which means to maintain a close personal relationship with God. This is really the most important one. If you don't do this one, you won't have the power to do the other two. This is a power strip. I just happened to find a power strip in this pew, resting right there. How about that? What a coincidence. This is a power strip. You plug it into the wall, and then you plug other things into it. We all know about that. The power strip takes power from the source, and it gives power to all the devices plugged into it. But unlike the power strip, 
far too often we do this. Oops. We do this. Instead of plugging into a source that gives the power so other things can run, we just plug into ourselves. We try to do it all with our own power. We go through the day like this. This is how we spend our days. The image of the power strip illustrates how we've got to connect to a power source beyond ourselves. I have to put this somewhere where I can see it so I don't forget it when I go to Beaverdale. Now think about a grapevine. The roots of the vine draw water and nutrients from the soil. And then the vine grows up and spreads. And then branches sprout out from the vine. And if the branches will just stay connected, the nutrients from the vine will flow through the branches and produce grapes. Somebody told me that uh, when you order your plant, when you order your, your plants outside, the roots, the roots go out. But when it rains, the roots go down. So the roots are going to go down a lot today. It's supposed to have started to rain by now, but it's not. Nope. Okay. That's the picture of the grapevine of total dependence. That's the kind of relationship Jesus wants us to have with him. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You can do nothing. Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. We're like a vine that has to stay connected. That, that vine that she brought in today won't do a thing, except wither up and die. We're like the power strip that has to stay plugged in. Apart from Christ, I can do nothing. Jesus says, abide in me, remain in me. Spiritually speaking, it means, where do we live? Where do we live? If we're honest, some of us might say, I live in fear. I live in anger. I live with phones ringing, going to sermon. I live in doubt. I live in constant stress, especially when phone goes up. I live in perpetual busyness. I live in a state of rebellion against God. I know some pastors that would blow a cork if something like that happened during their sermon. I mean, they would go off like, like, like crazy because of, uh, because of that. I just smile and go on and bring attention to everybody in the world. Is that Nathan? Nate? That's Nate. That, no, I don't know. No, that's Ethan. Ethan, you've got your own business. Yes. Yeah. Uh, would you be interested in doing some gardening work around the parsonage? Once, uh, I'm talking about mostly weeding. I got four gardens around there. Yeah? Okay, all right, all right. All right. We'll have to get together, you know, once a, uh, twice a month or something like that, you know. Because I'm at the, uh, you can't tell the plants from the weeds now, because the weeds are this high, the plants are only that high. Uh, it's gotten uh, unbearable.
So to abide means to live somewhere. Spiritually, Jesus should be where we abide. Jesus should be in our home. Jesus should be in our place of work, our library. Jesus should be where we go for strength. Jesus should be where we go for peace. Jesus should be in your truck while you're driving around doing lawn service there, everybody. Jesus should be as we go through life, as we find rest for our souls. We're going to fear, we're going to feel fear. Say that past five times. Feel free, fear five times. We're going to feel stress. Aha. We're going to feel hassled and harried. But we don't have to live there. We can make a choice to abide in Jesus. I always had a hard time getting a good night's sleep when I was at the, uh, where was I? My last, last appointment. Saturday night's sleep was miserable. And then people started saying, well, is it because of what you have to do on Sunday? I don't think so. I'm always prepared. I'm prepared by the time I go to bed. The only thing I'm thinking about when I go to bed is, do I stay up there or do I come down here? And that's usually decided before I'm off. But now I'm on a sleeping, uh, sleeping, uh, a sleeping uh, 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 pattern, a sleeping pill. I was trying to think of another word. I used to take the whole pill. It's only five milligrams. That's the least that you can get. And I would wake up the next day, and all morning I, would, I felt like I was in a daze. So now I'm down to half a pill. And I sleep just fine, and I wake up just fine, and I'm, throughout the day I'm just, just fine. No more cloudy thoughts, she said in a book. A big part of abiding in Christ is prayer. Not just here at church, but on our own throughout the week. A big part of abiding in Christ is spending time in Christian fellowship. Now we hope that you, you, you come to all three services on the uh, circuit riders. Why is it called circuit riders? Because that's what they used to do hundreds of years ago. Get on a horse. I, when I leave here, I'm supposed to be on a horse and I ride to Beaverdale. And then when I'm done with Beaverdale, I go out and clean up the mess that the horse left and I, 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 I uh, 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 shuffle off, not shuffle. What does the horse do? I trot to uh, Sidman. Oh, that's the wrong way. The horse has gone the wrong way. <laughs> Turn around there, honey. Let's go the other way. When I first came out here, my, my buddy brought me out. He says, what, what, we, we were driving up Cease Town Road, and he says, what kind of a town are you moving into? And I said, why? He said, because there's a man back there selling his wife. I said, what are you talking about? He said, honey for sale. I said, that's the bee honey or something like that. He's not selling his wife. Get out of here. Christian Fellowship. So we hope you come that Sunday at 9 o'clock at, at the uh, Dunlow, and there will be plenty of time to drive. You don't have to drive 60 miles an hour like I do to get to each church. That's on a Sunday. Uh, thank goodness there's no police between here and Beaverdale or Beaverdale and, and Dunlow. I'm not sure they'd be able to catch up with me. Uh, because it's going to be a chance to get all three churches together. We start a new life as of August the 1st at noon, high noon on August the 1st. We start a new life. This is just one way to celebrate it, for us to get together with Christian uh, fellowship. 
That's very, very important. We had very, very few of those opportunities for all three churches to get together, which, which uh, hopefully will be, will be uh, changing. Uh, but I hope you all come to it. Each one, this is the, first, the first one, we're going to deal with the prayers. We'll go up to the prayers. We'll start at the beginning and go up to the prayer. Then the second service, we'll light the candle and do everything, and we'll have communion. No, we have the sermon at Beaverdale. And then, now if you don't like the sermon, don't come to Beaverdale. Know, just wait and meet us here. And then we'll, we'll come here and we'll have communion. And we may have communion with uh, 16 people at, the, at one, one time. Uh, at a table, sitting at a table. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, working on that now. So that's part of the Christian fellowship that we're talking that we're talking about. You both took chocolate. I saw that. I had a note of that. I made a note of that. Okay. Abiding is Christ in Christ is more than just prayer and building relationships with other Christians. It's not just some prayer and some Bible reading and some time with other Christians, but day by day, moment by moment, clinging to the vine. This is holding on for dear life. And our lives depend on it in this life and in the next life. This is going through the day constantly saying, Help me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many times do you thank Jesus a day? Tell me what to do, what to do, Jesus. I'd be saying that all day long. Jesus, what do I do? What do I do next? Hold me, Jesus. Carry me, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Spiritually speaking, where do you live? Jesus says, abide in me. Are you living in him right now? In the first rule, do no harm. We focus on the harm done with our tongues, with our words. In the second rule, do good. We talked about the actions we can take for the betterment of our community and others. And the good we can do when we encourage and affirm others. Our words are very important to, to, to others. What we say to them, unless we're saying words that disparage them. But we should always be speaking words of encouragement to the person we're, we're talking to. There's always something to, uh, nice to comment about. In the third rule, we talked about how to go about staying in love with God. These are John Wesley's three simple rules. And they come in a book, too. A little tiny book about that big. John Wesley's three simple rules. And it goes into everything that I've said the last, the last uh, two, two weeks. So let's commit ourselves to try to live our lives by these three simple rules. They're easy to remember. Do good. Do no harm. Two words. Three words, then stay in love with God. How many words is that? Stay in love with God. Five words. You take the first two out of together and you get five. Do good, do no harm, stay in love with God. That's all. That's all. But they're easy to say, easy to read, but they're difficult to do. 
Oh, we have a question in the background. He had his hand up. Do you have a question? Well, what's your hand up for? Oh, you forgot that it was there. Do you get that sometimes? And that, oh, I forgot I had it up. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Let us pray. We ask that these three simple rules given to us by John Wesley be a basic structure to live our lives by. He followed them and in doing so gave us an excellent example to follow. Do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. Three simple rules that sound so simple and easy, but are hard to live our lives by. Please give us the strength needed to live our lives by these, because without your help, this task would be impossible for us to fulfill. Amen. Oh, I wanted to thank Audrey for, for, for playing today. Otherwise, you'd have to hear me play one note at a time. So we're, we're delighted that, so I want to explain the last 10. Uh, how many verses are there on the, uh, the last 10? Three. We pause after the second verse, and then we do something, and then we go into the third verse, okay? So let us stand and sing our hymn of thanksgiving. Now thank we all our God. Number 556 in your hymnal, or the words are on the screen. back in our mouth. In leading our lives by John Wesley, three simple rules, do good, do no harm, and stay in love with God. Let us remember that by doing so, we will come into the presence of God more righteous than if we didn't go, if we didn't do it. Go and earn your day. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, let us now bring our worship time together in a joyful close of thanksgiving by singing the last verse of our hymn, Now We Thank You, All Our God.
Thank you.